Hello everyone, this is Kerwin and he's not oh, <laughs> with Trevor this week with Kershaw and Kerwin. And um it is this is kind of a somber episode because um we are gonna talk about the crash of Pakistan International Airlines uh flight. Um and uh we're we're here to give the facts as we know it because this is very recent, as recent as yesterday, right? Today's the 23rd? Yeah. Yes, as recent as yesterday. So um, this is, we want to throw the facts out there so you guys can, can see what the facts are. And, of course, the story is going to be developing. You're going to hear lots of rumors because everybody wants to be first when they when an aircraft accident happens. But um, our goal here is just to try to show you what are the exact facts and what's going on. So let me share my screen. We've created a presentation that should make our lives easier. Okay. Um, and I hope you can see my screen there. So, um, okay. So, um, so it's Pakistan International Airlines, Airbus A320, and it crashed in um, May 22nd, and it's PK8303 is the flight number. Um, okay, so... Kusha, maybe you should talk about where Pakistan International Airlines is based? Uh, they're based in Karachi, in uh, Pakistan, of course. And uh, this particular aircraft is, um, I believe, one of 12 um, Airbus 320s that they have in their fleet. And um, I believe it was made, it was manufactured in 2004 and was first delivered to China Eastern. Hmm. And then Pakistan uh, leased it from uh, GCAS in 2014. So it's been in service for about six years okay. uh, with BIA and it's about a 16 year old uh, airframe. So it's okay. really not that old. But yeah. uh, it's not exactly brand new either. Exactly. And also, I believe um, the last regularly scheduled flight was in uh, around the 21st of March. But it has flown a few. I think uh, they mentioned eight flights since then. And uh, this one was apparently a regularly scheduled uh, departure. Um okay. Also, it had to do with uh, Eid uh, coming up, uh, depending on what branch of Islam you follow, either on Saturday, uh, which is today, or on uh, Monday, most probably. Okay. So, Kusha, maybe we can explain what Eid is to, uh, to some of the viewers. Eid is the, uh, the day that uh, Muslims celebrate after the um, Ramadan uh I don't want to call it a celebration, but it's where Muslims fast for about a month. Okay. So nothing during the day. You have to eat before sunrise and after sunset. And uh, Eid is the holiday or the festival after that. Okay. Gotcha. So just so you guys... When most families get together and uh, celebrate with a meal and things like that. Okay. This site had a lot of Eid traffic on it. From Lahore to Karachi. To Karachi. And um, 
the the registration for the aircraft is AP-BLD. Uh, the first two letters, AP, that is a country code. And then the last three letters is assigned to that particular airplane. So AP is the country code for uh, Pakistan. Um, you can, we don't have rights to the photo of the actual airplane itself um, in its sadly better days, uh, but you can go to jetphotos.com slash photo slash 9674949 and you can see a photo of that. So it was going from Lahore to Karachi, as uh, Kosho said, and May 22nd, 2020 was when the accident happened. Um, if you go to flightradar24.com slash data slash aircraft slash the registration of the airplane, which is AP-BLD, um, you will be able to see um, the more information about the flight. You won't see too much information because um, typically when an accident happens, the information is closed because there'd be a lot of people trying to look at the information and the investigators need that information. So typically you won't be able to see that, but you can see previous flights that this aircraft had made. And also if you go to PIAC.com slash, uh, sorry, PIAC.com.pk, you can get more details um, about what happened with the flight. Um, if, if people are not familiar with where Pakistan is, um, it is between Afghanistan and India, and um, I think it also borders, is that China it borders with on the other side? Yes, Iran. Uh, and, uh, and Iran up there uh, in the lower in the lower session. So this map gives you an idea of where it was and how far it was going from Lahore to, uh, to Karachi, and it takes about an hour and 45 minutes um, usually uh, for this flight. Um, Okay, so uh, Kusha, let's let's talk about uh, this for a little bit. Um, so, basic a residential complex. Uh, uh -huh. Apparently, uh, well, it was on the uh, on the outskirts of the airport, uh, with several high rises, but I don't believe they were in any way obstructing the runway. Okay. They were sort of airport adjacent, but very close to the uh, airport. And there is a video that has been shown, at least when I saw it on the BBC, uh, that actually showed this aircraft um, on its final approach. Yeah. The, the, the um, weird thing, the weird again, thing I don't believe we have rights, or Cohen has rights to show this. No, we um, don't have any rights. And you know what the thing is about crashes is, um, there is such a, a thin line between showing the information, um, you know, and, you know, you're thinking that people are on this airplane and um, there are only two survivors. And so there are families that, um, of, it's very heart-wrenching for, for, for a family to watch, to watch that. But um, it's, it's the kind of stuff that, that's shown all the time. So, I mean, uh, we don't have rights to it, and thankfully, and so we're not going to show it anyway, even if we did. But if you want to see it, you can search online and find and and see that. Um, the fact that there were survivors, sorry, Kevin, the fact no, that there were two survivors is absolutely remarkable, considering um, the remains of the aircraft. It's literally in smithereens. Uh, the fact yeah. that survived and were conscious is really amazing. Yeah, so uh, in, in Jamaica, we'd say, um, 
the same side you slept on last night, you should sleep on the same side this uh, tonight because you were very fortunate in 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 uh, in surviving um, that accident. Because you're right, when I saw some of the pictures, it basically crashed in like the streets, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, I think in yeah. between buildings. Yeah. In these narrow alleyways. I guess the good thing is that it was in daylight, so um, it was easier. Uh, you know, to kind of see what happened and uh, and retrieve the remains of uh, the, the people on board. Most and importantly, the black boxes. Yes, and they did find the black box before they were damaged or yeah, or taken. Because there's like a yeah. lot of people, and I guess that's good because now we can go. Um, you know, they can use a black box to figure out what's going on. Now, uh, surprisingly. Uh, Pakistan International didn't put any information on Instagram. There was nothing on Twitter, and I didn't see anything on YouTube either. However, they were using Facebook. So if you go to facebook.com slash Pakistan INT Airlines, um, you'll be able to see all the coverage that they have on it. Um, it is only in Pakistani. Is that the name of the local language? Is that right? Urdu. What's it? Urdu. 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 U-R-D-U. U-R-D-U. So it's Urdu. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's only in the local language. I couldn't understand. Uh, there was some shouting, so I don't know what was going on. Um, but if you go, there is information on the Facebook page. Also, if you go to piac.com.pk slash corporate slash press dash releases, you can find um, they issued a press release uh, on it. And basically, the press release just says, you know, um, We've had an incident. We've had an accident. Um, our condolences to the families, and they are gathering information information on it. Um, and this is a message that they actually have on Facebook um, that says, "With utmost regret, PA announced that one of our Airbus A320 operating flight PK8303 on approach to Karachi Airport met a sad fate and crashed just before the runway with 99 people on board, including eight crew members." Um, just a little note about PIA since, um, probably most people, because it's not, it, you know, it's not on this side of the world. Um, most people don't know about it, but, um, they serve 25 domestic destinations that's within Pakistan itself. And they do 27 international destinations, including, uh, Toronto. And, uh, they were planning on flying to, um, New York at the end of this year. Then they were going to go from Islamabad to um, to Manchester, I think it is, and then Manchester to New York, I think is how they did it. And then Kushu was it's talking about it. It's a Operations to New York. It's yeah, a restart. They used to fly to a few routes in the U.S. Um, over different times of the year, and they even flew to Houston. Then they used to do Houston, Manchester, and then Manchester to. I think it was Karachi at the time. So, um, yeah, that's kind of... Oh, right. No, go ahead. Because the, the diaspora of Pakistanis is pretty significant here in North America, at least. Uh, yes. So. And there is actually quite a bit of um, Pakistani here in Houston, so I think that's probably why they did. Yeah. Um, they did the flight here to Houston. And over time, I think they've had some issues with the... You know, not being allowed to fly to the U.S. 
Um, but they do have service at Toronto. I think probably in the triple seven. I think is probably what they have. For uh, a while, they were also banned by the EU because there was something about the maintenance of their planes, um, and uh, I think only very specific aircraft. I believe it was the triple sevens. Yeah, were allowed. And I think that's yeah. probably around when they pulled out of um, pulled out of the. The U.S. when all that when all that was happening. Um, now, interestingly enough, on their website, which was dated the 21st of May, a day before the accident, it said regular international flight operations have operations have been suspended suspended until the 31st of May, and regular domestic flight operations have also been suspended until the 29th of May. But this flight up, uh, occurred on the 22nd, so my guess is they just didn't update the website. Also, I'm I'm not sure if uh, the 8000 series of flight number is uh, similar to what it is, let's say, for the U.S., where they're typically, um, you know, not a regularly scheduled flight number. Right. um, Opposed to like a special up. I don't know if that was, uh, if that's still a valid uh, flight number in Pakistan. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a regular flight as well. And what Krisha is talking about is um, normally when you – your flight numbers are normally uh, – they normally stop at a 1,000 unless the airline has, like, a lot of flights. And, and Pakistan International does not have a lot of flights. And so when you're doing coaching, you'd have, like, 8,000 series would belong to a particular uh, airline that you work with. Or um, the 8,000 series might be – special operational flights or something like that and that might be the case here um but it, it's it, it's hard it's hard to tell unless we're gonna go back and do a little more research um but so there's still speculations about what's going on um we did see some videos surface about um showing it's a video of the airplane um as it's landing or a photo and it shows something called it's a ram air turbine that was deployed on the airplane. And Kusha, maybe you can explain exactly what a ram air turbine is. Um, well, let me back up a little bit because, okay. again, on the BBC this morning, uh, they interviewed, well, in a manner of speaking, the one survivor. Mm-hmm. And he had mentioned um, that they actually tried landing first time because okay. it crashed apparently on the second approach. Okay. And they landed. Um, and according to reports, the engines did scrape the runway. Now, of course, we'll have to wait and see if they can verify that based on marks on the runway and all that sort of thing. Exactly. And pilots claimed that they had no power. But what we don't quite know yet is uh, if they had no power, why did they lift, up, lift off again? Hmm. Uh, and try a second approach. So all that is still a little sketchy, but uh, there have been pictures of this particular aircraft with uh, some damage at the base of the engines and also with the little ram air turbine, which is located between the engines in the center fuselage. And it's essentially a little propeller that uh, drops out from the aircraft, um, either automatically or manually on command by the pilot, and it powers essential flight systems, 
at the hydraulics and some instrumentation. Mm. It doesn't have anything to do with the engines, and it's generally a last-ditch uh, procedure to maintain some control of the aircraft. And um, ATC transcripts have um, indicated that the aircraft did not have any power in both the engines. And, of course, we don't know if it just ran out of fuel or there was some sort of malfunction in both the engines. Gotcha. And that would indicate why this little turbine was uh, deployed. And another thing is that um, it was reported that the nose wheel was not able to come down. I believe the main undercarriage, the two um, main wheels were able to, sets of wheels were able, were deployed on landing, but the main gap, the nose gear was not able to be deployed. Mm. And uh, that could have been one reason why they had to do a go around, but no one knows for a fact yet. Exactly. So, so um, yeah. So basically, um, it's it's too soon to even speculate on anything that happened. All we've done here is just giving you the facts as we have received them and researched them, and giving you as much information as we can. Obviously, this is a development story. And obviously, we're going to be talking about this again. But um, this has happened yesterday, and I at least, at least wanted to come on, give you the facts, uh, so you can go and um, and you know at least you know what happened. Um, it, it, so, they said this. Sorry, they said no, no, this morning that we should have some definitive details in about a month, once the flight data recorders were yeah. analyzed. And I believe uh, France, of course, is involved. Uh, because that's where the aircraft is manufactured. Mm-hmm. Um, and CFM will make the engines. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. So, so, okay, folks, that is all we know right now. And um, thank you for watching this episode. Uh, please like, share, and uh, comment um, if this information makes sense to you. And if you have any additional information, uh, leave a comment below and let us know. Uh, this is Kerwin and Pushro <laughs> signing off again on another episode of Travel This Week with Kushro and Kerwin. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs>